Washington, Seattle, Washington. Once again, I am Robert Stills. Who are you? Hello, <laughs> And uh, our super producer, Keith, is out this week. So I brought my one of my best friends in the whole entire world, uh, James Jader. Introduce yourself, James. Hello, my name is James Jader, and I am happy to be part of this. We're happy to have you. Yeah, uh, James, he, does, he maybe has a little bit of culinary experience. Uh, he worked in a casino uh, kitchen for a while. But other than that, he makes great DiGiorno pizzas. <laughs> He's skillful. Apparently not sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, matter Here of fact, I uh, woke up, <laughs> my lady friend woke me up in the middle of the night to shaking me. Provokingly, uh, provokingly, provokingly uh, <laughs> shaking me erratically. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you keep that in there. Yeah. So shake me, uh, shaking me, and going. What is that sound? It sounds like a car alarm. No, it is not a car alarm. Uh. It is the fire alarm going off. Oh, smoke oh alarm. no! Yeah. Cannot be our smoke alarm. I think. But then I think, aha! James is out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he has passed out. Uh, I go out James. there. Now my entire house is smoky. And it smells of chemicals, so I can only mean that can only be one thing: pizza box in the oven. I was, oh. pre- I was pretty pissed. No. Yeah. Did you so. just put the whole pizza box and everything? You didn't take it out. It wasn't. It wasn't even a door. The Giorno. Um, it wasn't I'm, even your I brand. Even, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will do no promoting of the Giorno. <laughs> I prefer delivery. But uh, yeah, uh, he walked out to me. Holding the smoke alarm and like turning it off, it's like a little, little heated. Not like the oven. Oh, that's that is just. I don't even know what to say to that. <sighs> okay, uh, Altura. So we have an injury on our hands this week. I know. Uh, yes. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I was in a bit of a hurry today, and I cut the shit out of my thumb today um you blood shit i yeah uh, um i was using not my knife so i was a little uncomfortable you know whose knife were you using i was using my chef's um 10 inch slice knife slicer um because i was cutting <clears throat> excuse me i was cutting um one of our desserts and so i needed a long thin blade um, I was cutting the velo and I needed to, <laughs> I needed to, um, uh, be very quick about it because it was melting. And so as I was wiping off the blade with each, um, cut, uh, the towel on this particular swipe was just not quite there. And so anyway, you cut your finger. I cut my finger. All right. I had and, to get four stitches. And you waited until after a meeting with an appointment you an had. I had an appointment. To go get it. That's why we're recording so late. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't cancel the appointment. More importantly, though, you still have a job. I still have a job. Have you got a boob grab? <laughs> no. Boob grab? I can't talk today. No. I've only had one beer. <laughs> and one Red Bull. And one Red Bull. Maybe that's the com- that's your lethal combination. But I did get an iPhone. You're, you're excited I, about I got you did. You have I got upgraded. an iPhone. <laughs> you have upgraded. I feel in your like life. I went to the dark side. No, you, I may or you've may made not an have upgrade. Him. 
I mean, yeah, it's. I see some dickhead chefs sometimes like whip out their iPhones and be like, Surrey, set a timer for 20 minutes. Oh, no, I, I don't do that business, but. but I'm like, and I they got all their my- calendars. They have like their phone linked up to like, you know, it says you were scheduled at two o'clock, not four o'clock. What are you doing here? So now, you know, whatever. Now you can do that too. Yeah. No, bullshit. You can you can link up your Google your Google calendar with them. I'm so I just went old school. My lady got me a calendar, like a handmade calendar, like yeah. that you draw on a sketchbook. A hand- so, nice. Yeah. So I'm with that. Um, honey hole. Mm, what do I have to say about honey hole besides killing it? I don't know. I guess. Awesome. I don't know. Piece of advice for everybody out there: if you see that one of your managers is pissed about having to fix a problem or fix somebody else fuck up, uh, fix somebody else's fuck up, um, or just generally they don't want to do something. You know what you want to do? You want to make time to do that job for them. Yeah. It's going to get you a lot of extra credit points and you're going to look like you care, which I do care. But, uh, you know, instead of having them just get pissed off and do something to fix somebody else's fuck up and just be pissed the entire time they're facing the problem. You know what? Just bust your ass and say, don't worry. Don't worry. I got it. I'll take care of it and smile while you do it. It, it'll help in the long run. And it'll let them know that you have their back, and then they're going to in turn have your back. Thank you, James. Really well. Um, so, yeah. So, Honey Hole's great. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's getting easier and easier every day. With practice comes... Um, Perfection. Thank you. See? You know we've been friends a long time. That's great. I, finishing each other's like sentences. Other's <laughs> by, the way, by the way, Keith is out of the studio today, so I am recording my own show, which I've never done before. I've helped record other people's shows, but I've never recorded my own show, and this is very awkward to me. I'm, to okay he's so doing far. a great job so I'm far. I'm sitting yeah. at a weird angle, and I'm just afraid my computer's going to crash because I have like stories and stuff pulled up on my my. Uh, Apple. What is it? What is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's all about the Apple. No, 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 no. One more again. One more again. No, no, no. No, no, no. So first, first thing up uh, on today's podcast was episode nine. Yes. Fucking episode nine, man. We're doing it. Uh, thank, I want to thank everybody out there listening. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, <laughs> what company does he work for? Um... Oh my gosh, I can't remember. All of a su- I think he works for. I don't think he works for Frank's anymore. No. No. He's at somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, but shout out. What's Jeff's last name? I have no idea. Uh, he's the old school homie. He dates Tessa. I still believe he I, dates Tessa. I and I love name. her to death. But Jeff is, uh, any of you guys in the industry that are listening to this podcast, you know he's a produce boy. And he he, he's he, really good. And he rolls through the kitchen like he knows where he's going because he does know where he's going. And he brings you like the most beautiful mushrooms. Mm-hmm. He will tell you exactly. He'll tell you what not to order, what to order. Yeah. He'll save shit for you. He really will. I mean, I'm pretty sure some of it's falling off the back of the truck. But <laughs> anyway, shout out to Jeff. I haven't seen him in a while. Tell him I said what's up if he hasn't right. heard this podcast. But uh, first up on the podcast, we are going to be talking about Vans Shoes. I'm sure everybody has heard already. If you have not, Vance has finally designed a non-slip, stain-resistant kitchen shoe. Yay! Yes! Slow clap. Um, 
yeah, I've been waiting on this for years as well as everybody else has been waiting on this for years. Um, I hope you're not learning about it just straight through my podcast because your dick is getting hard <laughs> as I speak. I've been wanting to wear Vans in the kitchen for such a long time, and I finally am going to have that opportunity. They're not on sale yet. Uh, they partnered up with fucking some guys. With, owners With yeah. John Shook and Vinny Dotolo. You're um, always hacking names, man. I really am. I'm so bad at names. Although it's not that bad to be hacking names on podcasts. I listen to a Hardcore History uh, by a- That's a good one. Yeah. And it the is. guy hacks the shit out of names. Although he is always talking about like- old French people and Serbians and stuff like that. So anyway, so yeah, these guys own, excuse me, uh, what restaurant? They own John and Vinny's and son of a gun in LA. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm super psyched about this. Uh, A lot of people that I've talked to are in the kitchen industry or just the restaurant industry don't really give two fucks about it because they say that uh, vans have no support on your feet. And as we know, we're on our feet for up to 12 hours a day sometimes. Um, Same thing with you servers out there and bartenders. I I forget that this is a restaurant industry show, but um, next week I will be having on a a front of the house server. Oh man, he is fantastic. Yeah, I forgot Halal had previously worked with this gentleman at another restaurant uh, that I hadn't, I forgot about it, but yeah, it, it's, you, you'll understand him. <laughs> he is definitely excellent. He is. Yeah. Oh. So, um, yeah, they don't care. They're like, fuck fans, fuck fans in the kitchen, there's no support. Well, no, my, my brother, he's a server and he wears vans. I thought you were going to say surfer and he wears vans. Well, when he lived in Hawaii, <laughs> he was a surfer, <laughs> but you know, not so much anymore, but no, he wears vans when he, you know, serves and whatnot and he thinks they're fine. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm totally with it. And the thing about them is they, I'm wondering, I'm just curious as to if they translate from the kitchen to the street is what I'm guessing, but you know, how fast are they going to wear out? Are you going to keep them just as kitchen shoes or are you going to wear them out? Cause I, I, I love slip on van slip ons. Oh yeah. They're the greatest. Um, so I, I'm just not sure if it's if it's really going to be, if they're just going to be kitchen shoes or wearable, but I would love that. I'd love to be able to walk. I mean, they're stain resistant. What else? Um, I mean, they have everything. Water resistant. Uh, yeah. That's the problem. But that's the problem with wearing restaurant shoes. And, I mean, uh, tennis shoes in a restaurant is that uh, something sharp or something hot, liquids, can spill on your feet and soak through and burn the so, shit yeah. out of you, which I've told the story about getting steam water on my feet. Yeah. Um, in in Because they have tested it and paired up with a couple of other chefs in different places. And um, they these other chefs have said that they need to have toe support and they need to be a little bit more slip resistant. So they have been. So they have been tested. Uh-huh. Their, their kitchens have tested it. Look at you doing your research. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Are they, are they knife resistant for Hello. <laughs> I mean, you know, not on my hands, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love Vans. Now, quick, quick story to add to the honey hole situation. Okay. Um, the wonderful owners there had done the staff there a really, really, really big solid and dropped a fair amount of money on a brand new floor. Oh, yeah, those things are not cheap. And apparently we were the second uh, restaurant in Seattle 
to get one of these new floors that's supposed to be slip resistant. And when it gets wet, it's actually supposed to become absorbent. Uh, yeah, maybe absorbent. I don't know, but it's supposed to become more. It's supposed to make you your feet um, grasp it more. Oh, supposedly. So that's really cool. We're second behind. I don't know with that new place. That's like a bed and breakfast. What's that? Those McMinimins. Okay. There's a new one they opened up. I think north, south. I don't know. I don't eat at McMenamins. I don't either. But Shout out to McMenamins, though. I drink. <laughs> I drink their alcohol. So, um, but yeah, the, I mean, they did us a solid because after all these years, they've been open, you know, since '99, and they threw the money down for the kitchen staff. They cared about us, and sure enough, there's some people there still bitching about the floor, how it's not. What? I'm, I was going to say, do you notice a difference? Yes, I mean, I notice a big difference. But the reason why I notice a big difference is because I wear kitchen shoes. I don't wear sneakers on the line. They wear sneakers? Yes, there are some staff members there that wear sneakers online. Well, they're um, stupid. Well, I'm not going to call, I'm not calling anybody out or saying, you know, calling anybody names or anything like that. But I was under the, you know, under the impression that. You know, some, you know, some companies like I thought that my company that I worked for, it was a rule. You had to have. Yeah. Not uh, slip resistant shoes. It's generally. A I mean, that's a safety measure. Yeah, I know. For I, not just you as the individual, but for the people around you. Now I heard. So it, it's just a, it's just it's just a, a real bummer that. You know, the the owner spent all this money on a new floor for the employees and then the employees aren't grateful for it. And they it really was a bummer. I mean, I, you know, the owner takes a lot of pride in that new floor. He really likes a lot. It's a beautiful floor. It's a nice gray. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, But I'm sure. So I'm sure he's just like super fucking bum when he hears that the some of the employees aren't happy with it. But the problem is you're wearing sneakers. I'm sure some of the girls there are wearing flats. You know, so I don't know, whatever. It kind of pissed me off. But yeah, now I was under the impression that at some corporate at some corporate restaurants, I found out that um, they will purchase uh, slip resistant shoes for you that are yours. Oh, that way, if you slip and fall, it's not the restaurant isn't liable because they bought you uh, slip resistant shoes that. Yeah. You can't you can't sue you can't. them. Yeah. They'll oh. they'll pay for your medical bills and stuff like that. Cuz L and I. Cause, but yeah, cuz yeah. you were on on work. So, yeah, I'm super excited about these vans. I will be purchasing them. I, did, you, did you find out when they come out? There's no release date. Well, I'll have to read up more on them and uh I look forward to seeing them. Now, what are what are we talking about next, hello? We're talking about restaurants that are closing. And opening here well, in Seattle. Closing or they've already closed? Oh, sorry. They've already closed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, some have only been open less than a year. Yeah. Um, the reason why we wanted to talk about that is because I've been walking around the city of Seattle, Washington, and I just noticed that one day out of the blue, a restaurant maybe that I love, two, two or three of these restaurants, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of them on this list. These are all restaurants that closed in the year of 2015. Um, 
I don't have the exact dates of when they closed or why they closed. Um, I have an idea, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about real quick. Some of the dates. You do have some of the dates. I do have some of the Look dates. Look at you. Jesus. Um, yeah, but I just walked by some of these restaurants and just noticed that they closed. So we're just going to talk about a couple of them, and, and I'm going to give my opinion on um, you know all these restaurant closings. All right. Do you want me to read off some of them? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Zhu Dang. Zhu Dang. Zhu, oh, sorry. I mean, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly either. Yeah. Um, it was open one year, uh, just about just shade under one year. Have you been there before? Uh, I did eat there one time. Um, Stephanie, um, one of one of my good friends, she used to <laughs> serve there, and. Um, <laughs> Stephanie Flores. Yeah, you guys out there uh, in uh, the UK, you know who Stephanie is, right? (laughs) Stephanie Stephanie Flores. Sucks great balls. Shout out to you. Um, Don't be a wanker. She used to serve there. um, And it was was really good. We had a great time. It had really good wings. Um, But it was on Capitol Hill on East Olive Way. um, And it... Uh, closed on November 7th. Yeah, that's another. That's one of those restaurants that I live right across the street from there and I'd walk by every day. I ate there on Christmas last year. Uh, really good price. Uh, I, I can only speculate as to why they closed, but anyway. They closed for many factors, mostly financial. Well, I mean, that, I mean <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the reasons that restaurants close are financial, well. but those detective skills are very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me go. Uh, I'll go. Manhattan. Manhattan Drugs. Manhattan Drugs? Yeah. That one was another one on, on 12th Avenue. Yes. I walked by there one day and it's just, uh, it's just closed for no reason couple other ones oh now now we'll talk about crush which is one of my favorite restaurants um crush was on madison's jason stratton's uh restaurant james beard award winner i uh so i'd heard rumblings around town for i don't know a couple couple months before i don't know three or four months before they closed and i actually asked somebody who is a family member of jason stratton uh that i heard rumblings of it closing and they were like, no, 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 I don't know anything. No, no, no. And I said, well, that's not what I heard. And she goes, no, everything's fine. It's not closing. Da, 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 da. Lo and behold, one day, boom, announcement, um, press release, media release, uh-huh. uh, crush is closing. So, Sad face. Yeah. So then I actually spoke to, I believe I spoke to one of the owners and uh, they were like, oh, no, we, yeah, we closed, but we're opening a new uh, we're starting a new company, uh, research laboratory. They research uh, gluten-free uh, replacements. Is that what it would be? Yeah. Coffee flour. So it's the actual shell of a coffee bean, and they're using it to replace gluten. Which is very cool. So that I mean, one of that the reason they closed is uh, I guess you know they have Miller's Guild, which I got called out for not knowing the name of that <laughs> restaurant. Which uh, yeah. Um, so what else you got? Hello. Um, Zeta Buddies and Bauhaus. <sighs> I mean, I, I've heard speculations as to why they closed too, but, um, could be financial. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Possibly. It could be food costs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. And, uh, 
Yeah, we got Sultra, which hello seemed to couldn't find on the internet. I was like, make sure you find. I was like, find out about these restaurants. See if you can find out exactly when they closed. Because I mean, I know they closed, but I don't know exactly when they closed. Um, yeah, but they were like a vegetarian place that did like community style eating, which let that place close. I heard I had a couple of friends that worked there, and they were doing some really, 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 really fancy gourmet vegetarian food. But it was all about like peace and food is nourishment for the body, which. I, I I might know a couple people that are into that. I'm definitely I definitely know some people that are into that. I love you, honey. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll go go quickly to the list real quick. The list of closing or yeah. Uh, okay. Um. There's Gastropod, um, which Cody Morris and uh, Chef Travis. But they are opening. But they're opening up Mollusk, right? Oh uh, yes. I don't even know if that's open yet. <laughs> Um, no, it is not, but it is opening shortly. Okay. What else? Um, the big ones, the big ones, man. Those are the big ones that you told me to look up. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Vespolina closed. Great place. Uh, Podog, which, uh, was connected to, damn, oh, auto battery, which was a Buckeyes bar. Shout yeah, out. Shout out to Ohio State All University. day. So, you know, Podog was the only food that we could eat when we watched the Buckeyes next door at Auto Battery. Uh, they closed. There's something cool yeah. going in there right now. I can't remember what it is. Um, Probably not as cool. Yeah. But Kingfish Cafe closed, which uh, if any of you didn't get to go out there and eat at Kingfish Cafe, then I feel sorry for you. I never got to eat there. Okay. Uh, quickly, let's go over some of the restaurants that are opening that we are excited for. Yes. Um, Rob Roy. Um, it's in Belltown. Um, it's not really a restaurant, but no, but I am excited. I love Rob Roy. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it's on, uh, the address is 2332 second Avenue. Um, and it is classic cocktails, pre-prohibition. Grill. How long stay mister? Two minutes. Whoa! Okay. Is this no. a is this a du- no. is this a double grill? This is this is a double grill. Double grill. Um, yeah, Rob Roy's opening up. What else you got? Big Uncle. Big, yeah, Big Uncle, which is uh, cousin cousin to Little Uncle. Uh-huh. I just stopped uh-huh. by there yesterday. I didn't know they were across the street from the Capitol Hill Co op, the Central uh-huh. Co op, uh, but they're there. I'm excited for that. Uh, what else you got? Uh, Barrio. Barrio. What's Barrio? Barrio, it is um, a upscale Mexican restaurant. Barrio's been open for years. You're no. you're not a super sleuth. Um, Kadima Khan, uh, they are opening up their restaurant here pretty soon. Did they have a date of when they're opening up? Um, no. Okay. Anything else? Um, Sea Monster Lounge. Uh, that's already opened up too. James went there. Matter of fact, went there uh, last night, right? And uh, Ah. to watch uh, Marmalade, excellent live band. Do they have food now? Did you see a menu there? No, I didn't see a menu. Oh, Um, because it says they're going to do sushi and craft cocktails. What? what? Plus, I don't know. I might have been mistaken, but uh, they have uh, cracked Dreamcast and Xbox. original Xboxes there that play all old school video games but James said he didn't see them out last night and they might have them every other it's uh, it's limited during the week uh, from what I was told last night that's crack anything else Uh, our good friend 
Oh, shit. Amy Beaumier. <laughs> Beaumier. <laughs> Beaumier, Beaumier. Oh, Amy Song. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, her, her new restaurant uh, soon to be coming out sometime in March or a little after March. Um, Jolie. It's French Italian Riviera. Hmm. Um, and they are also serving um, lunch at uh, Chocolate Vital. Which is um, like a sister restaurant. Cool. Okay, those are kind of all the restaurants that closed in 2015. Those are some restaurants we're looking forward to opening up in 2016. Also, I wanted to add to that, uh, Bell & Wheat, where I used to work at, um, is doing a pop-up series uh, yes. coming up. And Amy will be a guest chef at that pop-up. I believe that she is doing <laughs> vegetarian. Vegan. Vegan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I was going to help out with that. But I cut my freaking thumb. She'll still let you help. Don't worry about that. Also, as much as I hate to shout him out, uh, Chef Stu. Mm-hmm. How do you say his last name? Navarro? No, Navo- yeah. Navari. Uh, shout out, Stu. What's up, dude? Love you, buddy. Uh, he's doing Tex- Mid- is it Mid-Texas Pit Barbecue. Yeah, something like that. It was like mid Texas pit barbecue. I don't know how specific that is. I'm gonna real specific. I'm gonna see if I can just sneak like go down there and be like, I can't pay sixty five dollars, but I would love to try sixty five dollars. I don't know. I don't. I wasn't. Didn't even know I was gonna shout this out on the show. Uh Also, my homeboy Dennis Johnston uh, from Cantonetta. He is also doing um, a pop up there. He's very very talented. I'll have him on the show here pretty soon. But I don't know if he listens. The show he's probably too hardcore for this. So hardcore. We're all pussies. We're pussies. I don't know what's up, Dennis. Um, so shout out them real quick. Uh, before we do ingredient of the week, I just want to talk about this uh, Craigslist ad from a sous chef in uh, Indiana that's gone viral. Bloomington, right? Yes, oh. yeah, Bloomington, and it's causing a little bit of controversy because he's basically if you don't. I posted it on our our Facebook page, which is Grow How Long Steak Mister. Uh, like it if you haven't. Assholes, <laughs> friends of mine, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, I don't care. I hate all of you. Um, nice. Yeah, so he pretty much sets it, just tells it like it is. He put a Craigslist ad that basically says uh, they're looking for a line cook, and he says to be a line cook at at <laughs> Farm Bloomington, whatever. Um, Basically, simple stuff. You show up early and you work hard each day, right? Not so tough, right? Not yeah, not a bad thing. Yeah. It's pretty matter of fact. Now, but there's 45 bullet points on this, <laughs> and it's a very specific. It, but it makes it makes cooks, line cooks, look like we're idiots. Yeah. Um, which a lot of them are. I I, I am an idiot. I, I am, definitely have my moments. I am an idiot, but you know, some of them are just. It's, it's telling the truth. Um, you know, you always show up for work. Even if you're sick as a dog, let the chef see that you're really sick and send you home. Right. Then the next yeah. bullet point, you don't get sick often. <laughs> you can handle anything that's thrown at you with a smile. Um, it talks about what, what was the one about uh, working double shifts? Oh, yeah. Working double shifts multiple days in a row without any days off. Yeah. Which is so true. You can work like two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row working 12 hours. So another one is if you're scheduled in a kitchen, uh, let's say two to 10, right? Mm -hmm. That's your schedule, right? Um, 
He says, and that you think you're getting off at 10 and you, and you want to get a job in the kitchen industry or the restaurant industry. Uh, (laughs) you stay until your work is done without asking to leave early before you leave. You ask us anything else you can do before you leave. Yeah. Always bullshit. So check this out. Go over this. It's a pretty, pretty honest ad. And that's the thing about this is most people don't, most People don't tell you this when you get hired in the kitchen. They feed you bullshit like, we're really easy going on this mm-hmm. in this restaurant. We're easy going on, you know, we like people to have a life outside of <laughs> of work. And that's not a shout out to any multiple chefs have said that to me. So that's not a dig on any of the chefs that I've worked with before. Mm-hmm. But you know, they want you to enjoy your life and stuff. What they really mean is you would like you should buy an air mattress and you should set it up in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> and you should live here at work. Uh, now, I read this at the FW.com, but um, I read it there and there's some really, really good comments at the bottom of the page. There was one at the bottom of the page that said, that seems pretty rough that the chef wants you to come in. If you're really sick, you shouldn't be in a restaurant. And then somebody replied to that and goes, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> he goes, what that really means is, Oh, thanks for showing up to work while you're sick. Now go, uh, nothing works off a, a cold, like sitting in front of a hot ass French top. <laughs> so get to your ass to work. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And we're going to go on to our ingredient of the week, which I think is a really good one. We don't have our soundboard up because super producer Keith isn't here, but a little bit out there. All right. Uh, welcome to Ingredient of the Week. Bam. Thank yeah. you. All right. This week, we I would uh, say James picked this, but I didn't know James was going to be here. But <laughs> I had chosen a waffle iron. Which I'm very excited about. All right. Bust it out. Okay. For my waffle iron thing, I'm going to do hash rounds. First of all, for this, this dish... You're going to need to own a waffle iron. <laughs> yes. So go to the store, buy a waffle iron. Or you can just go to like Goodwill and pick one up for like $4. Make sure you plug it in though before you leave Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. Put your hand on there and make sure it gets hot. Uh-huh. Close right. it. You know. All right, bust no. it out. Hello. Too long. All right. Okay. First, you need to get clarified butter and be super liberal with the clarified butter because that's how it makes like the really nice, crispy. Um, I've never crust. bought clarified butter before. Have you? I've only made clarified uh, butter. No, yeah, I've only ever made it. So then you might want to tell people they need to make clarified butter first. Did I say buy it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Should. Just got to clarify that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so make clarified butter. Be very liberal with the clarified butter. Um, <laughs> put parsley, um, thyme, salt, pepper, chili flakes, um, an egg or two or three, however many you want, or it can fit. Hash browns on top of that. Um, and then press it down. Yeah. Yeah. And wait till it gets what? Wait until it gets nice and crispy. Golden. Golden brown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that sounds delicious. I was going to go something that my friend, uh, Marcus, uh, did at the honey hole this weekend, which was pretty awesome. He put two crescent rolls or a crescent roll. He didn't break them apart. Uh, and he put them on the wildfire and they put eggs in them with some like eggplant chutney and some bacon and stuff. And then put another thing and shut it. But I'm not going to do that because you did an egg dish. So I'm going to yeah. do like a biscuit sandwich. You want to go to the store, buy two cans of biscuits, right? Buy some chicken. You want to get some ham from the deli. You want to get Swiss. If you don't know where I'm going with this, yes, that's right. 
kind of a chicken cordon bleu. Mm. You want to open up that. You want to take your biscuit dough out. You want to roll it kind of flat. You want to get your chicken breasts, either cut them in half and pound them or get really thin cut ones, pound them out flat. Uh, you want to lay your biscuit dough that's been rolled out on top. Uh, the four sections on your waffle iron. You want to lay your chicken down on there. You want to lay a, lay a layer of Swiss cheese on there and then a layer of ham and then another biscuit on top of there. And then you want to shut that waffle iron and you will know when those are done when that cheese is melted. And if you want to make some kind of dipping sauce for it, go Tasty. ahead. Yeah. Mm. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be our episode. Uh, please like us on Facebook. Please go and follow us on Instagram, which is Grill. How long steak, Mister? Facebook, same thing, people. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> our Twitter is How long steak, Mister? Yeah, I would like to thank you, uh, thank James for being <laughs> in the studio with us. I can't believe one beer has me kind of. I think it's the beer at and Red, the Red Bull. Bull. It's like that four loco that, swag. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I want to thank I want to thank Soundcasting Network for having us here. I want to thank our imaginary sponsors that we don't have yet. You want to fake our imaginary? Sponsors? Well, I'm trying to get a sponsor, but I need hashtag uh, could be you soon. Yeah, oh. sign up now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. that's good shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, email me at uh, or hello at uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister at. Gmail. And by the way, Keith wants to shout out that we are spelling Mr. M-R, which if yeah. anybody here in the kitchen industry, we would never spell out Grill How Long Steak Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R because it stands for medium rare. In case you people didn't know, a little knowledge dart. <laughs> As you can tell, we have a lot of fun up here. Maybe we have more fun without Keith here. <laughs> Just ban him from the studio. Anyway, until next week, folks, we will... Uh, Holler at you. Bye. Peace out. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.